only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Four-year, $30, 35000000 million annual contract. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Brad Holmes, 0% chance. Zero percent chance that happens. And if he does, what percent chance is it that you're going to go off? Oh, uh, talk about losing complete faith in what has been so far a very promising start to uh, changing things around so, here. So you'll lose your... I'd lose all faith in Brad Holmes if he okay. extended Jared Goff on a four-year. Uh, and, you know, you equate basketball max contracts, you're basically giving Jared Goff market value, which I don't believe he he would go for is is a guy that if you're going to extend him a year terry i can accept that right his contract ends in a few years well you want to extend it it down yeah if you want to push it another year because you haven't found your guy or yeah you haven't had the right opportunity all right fine no one's complaining over here but if you dare resign this guy to a long-term deal i'll tell all all bets are off for me so uh i don't think he's the 30th uh the 30th ranked quarterback in football, I would say he's somewhere between 24 and 26. Not that that's some amazing improvement right. to the number. But, but 30 means you're barely your starter. Uh, 30 means you basically are a fringe starter in the right. NFL. I don't believe Jared Goff is a fringe starter. I don't believe Baker Mayfield is even a fringe starter. I think these are guys that on teams that need a quarterback could start and do a decent job. Does that mean they're a franchise quarterback? Does that mean you're going to have – a beautiful future with them? No. But those guys also exist in the league. For every Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, um, Justin Herbert, any of the, the guys you know that you want on your team, Patrick Mahomes, all those guys, Lamar Jackson, there's the Matt Ryans, there's the Kirk Cousins, and then there's the Bakers and the Jared Goffs and the Ryan Tannehills. Like there's, not every team can have a good quarterback. If it was that the easy, scary, everybody would have you know, them. The scary thing is you know, we're, we're talking about ranking is that these quarterbacks fluctuate. For instance, sometimes I think Jared Goff is the 30th best quarterback in the NHL, in the NFL. But sometimes I think he's like 14, 15. And so now when you average it out, what is he? I don't think he's 30th, but is that because this is our hometown guy and we always overvalue the hometown guys a little bit more than we would if he played for – San Francisco. Yeah, look, I mean, when he was when he was first brought here, my opinion was of it was all right, fine. He's gonna suck, right? I'm not expecting much. We got two first round picks for it. Cool. I'm good. I'm good, Terry. I have no issue with it. And of course, the dick fumble, the turnovers, uh, the small hands, the inability to complete any pass for the first half of the season last year, basically reconfirmed everything I believed going into the year. But then a, a very important thing happened. Obviously, Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson took over the offense. Anthony Lynn took a step back. And he actually looked like a decent quarterback. Again, not franchise changing. Mm-hmm. Not the guy I want for the next 10 years, Terry. But good enough. Where, Defin- would, you, where would you put him the last six games of the season? What rank? Probably higher than 24 to 26. Top 18. Okay. And statistically, he was a top five quarterback in terms of passer rating which I found very interesting. 
Uh, he looked good down the stretch. Uh, can he look good over a course of an entire season and carry your franchise to its first division uh, title in almost 30-plus years? Probably not. Probably not. And, and, right? and, and stretches. He, but he, he could, you could win a division with him, right? I, I think that is the uh, that is perspective I think Detroit in general is missing, Terry. Uh, for all these years, you know, and you've been around uh, for the longest time covering this football team, it's always been they suck, they suck, they suck, right? No expectations. Uh, granted, the fans, you know, hopium kicks in. And mm-hmm. Everybody want 10 and 6, uh, 11 and 5 back in the day. Oh, we're going to win the division. Whatever. The, the point I'm trying to make is you never truly, I believe in this town, were told and explained and understood how football teams actually win. Everybody thought it was you needed a quarterback, remember? After Barry left, you need a quarterback. You get Matthew Stafford, you still don't accomplish anything. But then after Barry left, it was, oh, you need a running back. That was always the case, too. And I was told that by Lion quarterbacks. Yeah, that too. And even for Stafford, Stafford needed Mm -hmm. a run game. He never uh, did. But the league has evolved, obviously, since. You don't need a run game as much as you did back in the 90s, early 2000s. But, but, again... As the game moves forward, I think for the first time, I believe the Lions are actually moving forward with the league. A young up-and-coming offensive coordinator who people speak very highly of. A a head coach, look, do we know it all about him? We don't. Uh, Did he make a ton of mistakes last year? Absolutely. It was still the worst roster in football. And when I look at just total perspective, Terry... Lions fans, I think, should be confident in the direction this team is going because of the front office changes more than anything else. Yes, but here's here's the problem. And it's not really a problem, but it's kind of a a disconnect. Uh, When you say you should be optimistic, people are looking at this year, that they should – then they're going to do all the things you want them to do this year. That's not happening. How how is it – how is it that we get to a point where uh, I can respect somebody saying, I think they can win nine games? All right, fine. You believe that? Fine. Hell, I think they. I think that's very achievable, given the schedule. And also given, Terry, something I, I keep bringing up, I don't think if people are understanding, is if Dan Campbell is a good coach. And I mean, not just like an average coach. If, or if he is He's out coaching other dudes. If he is that guy, yeah, damn right nine wins is very achievable. I think that's a X factor that many people aren't considering this year. And again, do you need to buy into Dan Campbell being a top five, top ten head coach? Uh, maybe not. It's probably too way too early. But I've seen all the successful coaches around the league show glimpses. This is Dan Campbell's year to show glimpses of greatness, very good coaching, decision making, communication. I think he can do it. Last year, he showed a lot of leadership intangibles. This year, we need to see on-the-field coaching intangibles. No, absolutely. He can't just be the, the rah-rah guy. There has to be games or stretches where even Lion fans say, yeah, Dan Campbell, he out-coached so-and-so. Yep, yep. I, I'm really impressed by that. Um, I don't think we're there yet. I still think he's in the learning stage. Um, so... Um, I don't expect him to be a great coach this year. Will he be able to manage a team? Manage a team? Yes. Will he be amongst the worst coaches in the NFL? No. Will he be like in that middle tier? Yeah. 
that's probably where I would rank him this year. That's me looking ahead. Um, what I would say, what I would say is, I think that's the right way to look at it because you have to. Again, I'm not. I'm fully aware of where this roster was just a year ago. I'm fully aware of this situation at quarterback. It's not ideal, but I think it's ideal in the sense that hey, if he sucks, Terry, you're picking in the top three next year. And if he doesn't suck and he actually plays well, you have the option to A, maneuver up in the draft for a quarterback, or B, wait another year because you believe you can compete with this guy and it allows you to continue to add talent to the roster. I've never seen the Detroit Lions in a better position in my lifetime to take advantage of a front office who truly, truly know what they're doing, or at least it seems that they do. No, there's never been. Let me just, you keep saying, I've never seen that in my lifetime. Yeah. Brother, let me tell you, it's never <laughs> been this way. Um, now, Lion players thought they had it in the 90s. I used to have a conversation with Robert Porsche because I, re- I really liked the guy. And I told Robert after a while, dude, you're a talented guy. You should go somewhere and try to get a ring, get out of Detroit. And he said, no, nah, I can't do that because we're on our way. He was convinced, you know, after 91, they were on their way. They're going to make a few runs, and it just never happened. Yeah, I think that's why the front office and, again, the even though at the executive level, I think all those changes have been massively important. I think it's all played a role. But moving forward, uh, this is a team that has a lot to prove in year two. Uh, again, no one's expecting Super Bowl. No one's expecting playoff wins, uh, division titles year two, but you can show a lot of improvement that I think would go a long way with the fan base and with building and establishing a legitimate culture, not just a facade culture of, oh, we're all happy here, kumbaya, um, I'm happy to be a Detroit Lion. All right, can you matter. see this? I, I'm a little, uh, no longer agitated, but a little tired of hearing, you know, the whole the Lions can win games, and you say, you know, if things break well, they could win nine games. You could see that this year. Let me ask you, do you see them, could could you see them win, winning a playoff game this year? More than likely, they're going to have to be on the road. I would say no. Uh, too young. I believe right. they're too young. They're too young at coaching. They're too young as a roster. Uh, there is nobody in there with professional experience enough to make their way through uh, a playoff game outside of a quarterback who was dumped by his former team after getting to a Super Bowl. So what I would say is no. Even if they do make the playoffs this year, I wouldn't I wouldn't be confident in them winning a playoff game. I, I don't. Not that that's a failure. Again, I think that would be actually uh, good signs to come for the future. Uh, but it's very different how we talk about a football team in year two compared to how we talk about them in year four, year five. Possibly, I forget year five, year four. You can make the playoffs in year two and then make the playoffs again in year four but show no progress, and your time is up. That is possible. So, you know, that that is also another important factor. we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we need to discuss the Lions moving up in Peter Kings. I thought we were just a six discussing well, the Lions. We started with Jared Goff. We're going to oh, continue okay. the Lions with Peter King's rankings. I'll tell you All where right. he had them next. But before I do, i got to tell you about Chili. 
peppers, tanning salon, chili peppers. Tanning is where you can get all the best deals. Plus, they will be all your competitors by $5. Chili peppers has the hottest bulbs, hottest deals, and darkest tans. 26 locations and more. Go check out Chili Peppers Tanning and Maddie wherever you find a Chili Peppers Tanning location. We are out at the golf course, and there's no better time to try a mulligan. The mulligan is the official drink of the summer. The summer is here with Gypsy Vodka. When you're out on the golf course with your friends or even in the backyard having a good time, open up a can of the mulligan. It's made with lemonade, iced tea, and, of course, Gypsy Vodka. Check them out, and as always, please drink responsibly. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Terry, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Feeling I always good? like, yeah, I always like being on golf courses, even if I'm not playing. Yeah, I'm not. Pl- I'm not playing either. Kind of disappointed. I thought you able- said you're going to hit. Uh, I'm going to try to find time to go to the range. Okay. Doesn't mean I'm going to get some action on the course, unfortunately. But it's all good. All good. We'll we'll take what we can get. Uh, the Lions. The Lions are ranked 20th in Peter King's latest power rankings, which I found very interesting. NFL.com has them at 30. ESPN at 31. CBS at 27. Peter King coming out with the Lions at 20. That is a significant gap uh, in opinions on this football team. And if I'm honest with you, which, you know, I like to think I, I for the most part, am. For the most part. You know, I, I know some learning. things. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is I, I'm going to lean on the side of, of Peter King. I think this is a team that is young full of young talent, uh, on the rise, not ready to compete, not ready to contend. We talk about this with the Pistons, a young team you have to build towards being a contender. That's a three, four-year window, even though basketball is totally different. You can't really revamp over one year unless you just spend it all out in free agency and bring superstars to town, which the Pistons can't do. But the point is, it's a young, up-and-coming, talented roster out in Detroit. You've now added Aiden Hutchinson, Josh Piscal. Jameson Williams, just with your first three picks, you then get arguably one of the highest graded safeties in the draft at pick 97 in Kirby Joseph. That doesn't include the free agent signings prior. That doesn't include the player development that you had last year with Amani Awarie. You'd like to see Jeff Okuda, who, let's just be honest, it's been a bust pick. I'm, it's I'm not, not counting been, on him. It, it, is a, it is just a bust pick, given he was taken at three. Now, if he comes on to this team this year and he has a good season, Good. You can consider him like a first-round pick, quote-unquote. But at the end of the day, yeah, uh, you, don't, don't you're, trust you're not you're not going to rely on Jeff Okuda to do much for you unless he's healthy. And even if he's healthy, is he going to continue to get beat or is he going to develop? 
this we'll have to wait and see. The only thing I saw him do well when he did play and was healthy, he played the run well. Oh, he could tackle in the open. Yeah, field. he'll he'll he'd bust your head open. But, Absolutely. Uh, if you pass, you could pass any any which way you wanted against him. So I'm not counting on him. Okay. If, if if he plays and he plays well, you know, to me that's called gravy. All right. Uh, what I'll say on top of um, on top of the fact that the Lions are ranked twentieth, uh, I think a big part of it too is, uh, you know, Terry. Before the season, we do a lot of projections. How we expect the team to do? How do we expect? X team, you know, uh, for example, the Chargers are second on this list, right? They're expected to be Super Bowl contenders. And you're projecting what? Justin Herbert to grow, Brandon Staley to grow. And uh, again, I look at the Detroit Lions. I may not like the quarterback. I don't have to like the quarterback, but the quarterback is good enough. You can win with average in this league, and that's based on having the right head coach and a roster full of talent. I think the Lions have done a good job adding talent. Granted, it's young talent. But it's still talent at the end of the day. Now, are they all going to hit? My best bet. Well, here's the thing you have to watch out for. Whenever you bring up the talent and say that these guys can play well, normally they're rookies. We don't know how rookies are going to react. They they could come in and like, okay, I'm the king here. or Hit or miss. They could be rookies. But we could see the growth in the second, third, fourth year. And that's important, right? You have a, a Levi and Aleem on the defensive line on the interior going into year two. Aiden Hutchinson, Pascal on the edges going into their rookie season. And Jamison Williams injured going into his rookie year. DJ Chark brought in as a free agent. St. Brown going into his second year. Hawkinson returning from injury. DJ, uh, excuse me, not DJ, uh, DeAndre Swift returning from an injury. Uh, a lot of variables go into play with this team, which is why I understand the hesitation but from a talent standpoint, it is arguably the second most talented offensive team in the NFC North. I think Minnesota is the clear one. And the only thing you could argue the Packers have on the Detroit Lions would be the quarterback in the backfield. But offensive line, tight end, wide receivers, the Lions check all the boxes. But that quarterback can make wide receivers better. So... Yes, I, but I'm, from a I'm talent a standpoint, right, right, but because Aaron Rodgers, yes, can make everybody around him better. But it's not about who can make. It's not just about the position and its value. It's about who's lining up at certain positions. And would I prefer Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, Robert Tunyon, or T.J. Hawkinson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jameson Williams, or D.J. Chark? I I think that I is. I hear what you're saying, but hear what I'm saying. Yes, those guys on the lines might be more talented, but is Jared Goff going to make those guys better players? The answer is probably no. no. The answer is no. And is Aaron Rodgers going to make those guys better players? Chances are yes. Chances are yes to be determined given. Because they have so much turmoil that, you know, guys could could revolt on them. I truly believe the Packers will have a down season. Uh, Granted, they've won 13 games every year. Matt LaFleur has been their head coach. I think this is the year they take a step back. It could be nine, eight wins possibly. I don't see this being a 5-4, 3-win team. They're not going to collapse that hard unless Aaron Rodgers just leaves in September, goes and does Jeopardy, and Matt LaFleur resigns, Right, which isn't happening. Which, by the way, that could have happened last year if the Lions had beaten the Packers earlier in the season, (laughs) but that didn't happen. (laughs) I, I think they were on the precipice of collapsing. 
Really? I I don't know yeah, about but that. Then, they have such but a good defense. They have they, such no, a talented do, defense. But you put doubts in their mind if they lose to the Lions early in the season, the Lions who were a bad football team, I think that would could have added some doubts to that team, and you could have flushed them out of the NFC North, but it didn't happen. Well, you know what? The division is open this year. I think it's Minnesota's division to win. I think Green Bay, again, I just believe they will take a step back. This is a team that's won 13 games for three consecutive years. Uh, time's up. Time's what if they up. win 10 games? Is that the end of the world? Uh, not the end of the world. Uh, I would be disappointed. And I would be disappointed not in the coaching, not in the roster. I would be disappointed in the front office because you replace Devontae Adams with Sammy Watkins, who is never available, and a rookie wide receiver who is not Jamar Chase. Uh, right, but that front office has been bad for... The longest Four time. or five years at least. Yeah, but they've had Aaron Rodgers to, to supplement it, right? right? And they hit on Devontae Adams in the second round. So, you know, their their problem is keeping and building talent around Aaron. Uh, they've always, uh, for example, everybody kills them for the Jordan Love move. Fine. All right. I, I can agree with that. They could have had an all-pro center. They could have had an all-pro linebacker. Uh, s- instead, they chose to do nothing and get a backup quarterback who is not going to play for two years. Your quarterback who you're supposed to have a business relationship, you could have got him an all-pro wide receiver because that's what he wanted. And sometimes I know the thinking is, forget these players. I'm running the damn ship. I'll tell them what he's going to get. Sometimes you got to say, hey, look, this is not my employee. We're in a business relationship with Aaron Rodgers. He wants a, a wide receiver. Guess what? I'm drafting one. I'm getting him what he wants. I I agree with that. Because he's more important than and me. I, and I believe that failure from Green Bay is what will ultimately lead to their eventual downfall. And, you know, people forget this, Terry. We, with the Green Bay Packers, they transitioned from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. I don't recall a team ever going from a Hall of Fame quarterback to a Hall of Fame quarterback ever outside of what? Young and yeah, in Montana? And Montana, right. That has never happened. So, you know, a lot of a lot of things go into well, the Packers have dominated the last two decades. Well, yeah, you give me two franchise quarterbacks back to back, I'll dominate the last two decades. And I think the big issue also is the NFC North has been that bad. Right, the Lions have sucked for 20, 30, 40 years, 58 years to be exact. And by the way, they've finished last in the division the last four years. Yep. Well, you can. I will guarantee right now the Lions will not finish last in the division. Okay. okay. If they do, you have to shave your head. Deal. <laughs> All right. Chicago Bears will have <laughs> did, the worst. Did, did everybody hear that? Adam has to shave his head if the Lions finish last this year. I don't see them finishing last in the division. No chance. No chance. I, I think the he's Bears, still going to be quaffed. Here, guys, let me let me explain to you. this. What the Bears are doing is what the Lions always used to do, right? You have a up-and-coming franchise quarterback that you drafted, that you supposedly believe in. And what do you do? You go bring in a defensive coordinator out of Indianapolis, you dumb fucks. 10 out of 10. You had no wide receivers. <laughs> you let Allen Robinson go. You have, you, you have Darnell Mooney and... David Montgomery in the backfield. Congratulations. You have two weapons. You haven't protected your franchise quarterback. By the way, who has to go up against the Packers defense, which has a legitimate defensive front. Now the Lions defense that has a legitimate 
up-and-coming defensive front, and then, of course, Minnesota that have good edge rushers. Justin Fields, I'm telling you, Terry, look, I don't like wishing or, you know, speaking bad things into existence. But you I'm, think I'm not Fields an awful human. I think Justin Fields is going to die by week three, week four. I think he will be dead. I think he'll be the first Ohio State quarterback drafted in the first round to die on the football field. Okay. Not that there was one before, but still. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's rough. In other words, you know, he's getting bad coaching and bad advice. No, last year they just threw him in the fire without protection, without weapons. If, and so if he I'm bad. If I'm doing sports talk in Chicago, all right, this is how I'm opening up the show every day from now until okay. the GM is out and the head coach is out. Good morning, Chicago. Fuck our GM. <laughs> Fuck our head coach. You know, they don't we, let you say that on radio. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and my problem with that is we have an up-and-coming quarterback. You supposedly believe in him. And what do you do in one offseason? You don't address the offensive line. You don't address, uh, address wide receiver. You, you take a corner <laughs> and a safety. <laughs> Yeah, you, and what you, do you do? What you do you sound do? like the Lions? On top of that, on top of that, you bring in a defensive-minded head coach to grow your second-year quarterback. Ten out of ten. Only the Lions. See, that is what the Lions were infamous for. Okay, if somebody's listening from Chicago, can we uh, send out Adam's resume? I'm, to I'm the, ready. Uh, Chicago radio station. I'm ready to go fight for Chicago Bears fans, even though I don't like the Chicago Although, Bears. You can't say what you say on radio. You yeah. can say forget. Forget about it. Yeah, forget these guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. When we get back, the Tigers won a game. It only took, uh, I guess, me telling uh, Alavila to resign on Twitter <laughs> for them to let's let's see him win play. three games in a row. Uh, not going ha- to happen, Terry. Not going to happen. But I'll tell you what is going to happen. Lady Janes are going to take care of me. And all this hair I got on my face and my head. Lady Jane's for the King's treatment like that boy on the screen. Get to Lady Jane's open 10 to 8, 7 days a week. Walk in anytime. No appointment needed. They are the best. Their stylists are professional. They're amazing to talk to. And, of course, they treat you like a king. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. Odds Trader is your number one site for your game day bets. For play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, download Odds Trader today from the App Store. Sign up today for key player statistics, key in-game analysis, and of course, use it to track all of your betting. Again, that's Odds Trader, the best in the business. We're back, Terry. What the hell are you eating? 
the hell is this? Danish? It's a donut. It's a donut. It's not a donut. It is, sort of. It's not a donut. A do- what is it? It's, I don't know. It's a piece of... What the hell is it's this? It's a donut. How, I thought dough. donuts are circular. They are. But, but what the hell is, is a, that? This is a... Yeah, that's true. Said who? Who I makes know you these don't, rules? No. This is a glaze. Okay, I know it's a glaze. Is this a donut? That's a donut? Bullshit. How? A donut I don't know what a butterhorn is. I've never been here. A donut doesn't have to be round. I'm from, uh, I'm from Korea. Anyway, I brought you one. I know you don't let me, eat them. Let me but go get your butterhorns. If you haven't had a butterhorn yet, you got to have a butterhorn. What All is right. a butterhorn? I'll go get them. Is it, right. is it laced? <laughs> then we don't want it then. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be interesting. Dude, it's still a donut. It's not a fucking donut. Excuse Dude, my language. have you been to, what's the place on uh, the donut hole? Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That sounds very... The place uh, is on... Um, <laughs> on Woodward, donut cutter. Bonut, donut. donut cutter. There you go. Not donut. Oh. All their donuts are not round. Whatever. They is a fritter I'm losing, a donut. I'm losing faith. Nobody told me this. <laughs> In fact, you know, I don't like to brag, but I used to make donuts. You know what's funny? Uh, and I'm, they were not all I'm, round. I'm really glad this is all happening right now. Actually, mm-hmm. Be- oh, this all right. Is, so this what, is what? What is this? A corn dog? No. Uh, a bo- what is it? A horn? Okay, it's a butter horn. Butter so it's horn. pastry. Horn. It's got an almond nut filling and All then right. the, the frosting on top with nuts. It is, you can't come to Frankenmuth and not have a butter How horn. heavy is it, calorie-wise? Pretty pretty loaded? Probably. So if I, if I, if this was, wait, 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 wait. I have, I'm getting, I'm getting somewhere with this. If I had this every single day, seven days a week, for a whole year, would I look like Al Avila? <laughs> Possibly. All right, so now I know what Al Avila has for breakfast every day. Uh, let's try this. Well, you, we can do anything ah. in moderation. I'm going to get a butter horn. Is this it? It's actually really good. Holy shit. <laughs> mm. Great job. Thank you so much. Really I good. I could eat this every day. 10 out of 10. All right. Well, uh, guys, the uh, butter horn is the official breakfast of Al Avila, who is our, converse, our topic of conversation right now. All right. Is it, cool. Is it time? Uh, for Al to depart, I don't think it's a question anymore. I think you agree with me. He's a bum. We said He's, that yesterday. Yeah, but I couldn't believe it. There were actually Alavila defenders, and uh, I'm bringing this up because Terry, I was told yesterday, hey Adam, you do you for uh, do you not understand that Riley Green, Austin Meadows, uh, there are injuries happening to this team that 
you know, justify why they're so bad. And, you know, in a, in a typical, normal, functional organization, I would say, yeah, of course, uh, I got to put my hands up. The injury bug got the team. <clears throat> this is not the case. You don't have a farm system. You drafted another pitcher out of high school. Again, out of your eight drafts available, only three have been hitters. One of them, Stewart, the other two, Torque and Green, both of which one's not available, the other is struggling right okay, now you're look- in the majors. Hey, let's look long-term. Eight years is a long time. Yeah. When was the last time the Tigers had a winning season? 16. 2016. His uh, first, no, second year or third now, year. Since Brad 2016, they've only had one season where they won 40% of their games. So how long are we supposed to give this guy? Uh, I don't know. I don't understand why, we, why we're frustrated with A.J. Hinch. Uh, again, I, I can't go to the grocery store for you. And I think this is the perfect time for them to just move off this fat bum who eats glazed donuts every morning. And then a what, butter horn. And then a butter horn at, uh, at night. <laughs> uh, this guy just can't stop eating. And, you know, I'm not trying to fat shame him. Uh, well, just, you uh, are fat shaming him. <laughs> Come on. Look, you know, I, I you know it's... You just it, called the dude a fat ass, but I'm is. not trying to fat shame him. Well, look, Terry, if, if I'm a fat ass, I expect my, you know, everybody around me to tell me, hey, get your ass in shape. You'd be offended. No, I wouldn't. I would be offended that I let myself get to that point. <laughs> Anyways. Well, you're not one, since, but if you were since, one and I called you fat ass, you'd be mad. No. You'd probably want to hit me. No, no, you call me fat ass. Oh, look, I'm, I am very difficult to offend. Uh, Terry, since he took over, 449 wins, 620 losses. Awful free agent signings like Upton, Zimmerman, etc. Trade Justin Verlander and JD for nothing. Eight years to show progress. The farm is a joke. There are no bats coming anytime soon. This is not a manufactured topic this isn't a oh just because the tigers who people had high hopes for including me this season uh, let me clarify this the hope the belief that this team would be good was solely based on the fact that they actually had aj hinch in charge and that has led all of this confidence and belief that he would make meadows scope candelario baez he would make all this work i don't want to hear that Al Avila has done some amazing job to provide this baseball team with a bunch of talent. He hasn't. Oh, well, Adam, they're in the top. They have three players in the top 100, <laughs> uh, you know, according to MLB.com yeah, of the prospect. But, but you know what? Uh, they're not coming up anytime soon. Bro, hammer. I got to wait another four years Hand for these bone. kids. No matter how bad you are, if you are the GM of a Major League Baseball team for seven years, guess what? You're going to bring in some talent. Now. Have you brought in the right talent? Have you brought in enough talent? Have you brought in talent that wins? Nobody cares about if you have some guys who could technically hit the ball, even though they're not hitting it this year. You care about wins and losses. This is what this is all about. And he's had seven years. And you know what the Tigers said before this season? Oh, we're, we're done with the rebuild. The rebuild is it's done. Over. It's over. We're Bam. done rebuilding. We're good. <laughs> done rebuilding my ass. I Again, when I have to compare you to Matt Millen, when I have to compare your ownership currently to what the Lions have been for the last 58 years, Terry, mm-hmm. you're not doing a good job. Even if you like some of his moves and you don't like some of his other moves, the fact that we're having a conversation about this guy being possibly as bad, if not, in my opinion, worse than Matt Millen, something's wrong. And the fact that 
the there is no pressure coming, of course, uh, from the executive group. Chris Illich isn't going to do anything. Why would he? He has he, he has shown zero interest in truly turning around this baseball team. No, I, I, I don't even this. want to give this bum a pass either. Al Avila for eight years, losing record, awful decision after awful decision. I don't want to hear that. Oh well, Adam, he didn't have money uh, when he had money right away, and he spent it on Upton and Zimmerman, which were some of the worst contracts in baseball history. Shut the hell up. He had the money. Oh, do you remember the uh, relief pitcher that he spent a lot of money on? Oh, I'm sure you do. What, 7.41 ERA during his time here? Shut the hell up. He didn't have money. Losers. Well, maybe he is not qualified. He's not qualified, Terry. Look, this is science. I am not fat-shaming people. If you are overweight, your brain functions at a, at a smaller level than a, a fit person. Yeah, or that, let me rephrase this. Shame, shaming at all. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Look. Not one bit. Uh, you know, again, uh, I am teasing, but I'm also very frustrated. And uh, behind the teasing and the frustration is the reality, Terry, that this baseball team will not go anywhere under his leadership. That's a fact. And uh, l- let me ask you this, Terry. If A.J. Hinch isn't the manager, and Brett Osmus is the manager right now, or any manager you can think of that's just low-graded, uh, average, average manager. Right. What are we saying about this team going into the year? If Brad Osmus was the manager, if Brad Osmus was the manager. Get his no, 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 no. out of here. Not not oh, Al, not yes, Alavila, not Alavila, not Brad Osmus. I'm talking about the team. What are we talking about the team last year and this year with that individual in charge? Last year there are 45, 55 win team max. Right. And this year there are no expectations that they could possibly win 80 games. Maybe 60, 60. That conversation is happening because of A.J. Hinch. And I don't want to hear that. Oh, 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 they're not hitting the baseball. I know. There's no talent. You know why they're not hitting it? There's no hitters. This isn't a, a bunch of 300 hitters just all of a sudden can't hit. These are a bunch of 250 hitters who are hitting 200. Or Here. below. I'm going to go over the last uh, um, the last five World Series uh, winners. You ready for this? The Atlanta Braves, the Washington Nationals, Boston Red Sox, Dodgers, and Astros. All right? Now, I'm going to search the weight of their GMs. Oh, and we're going to figure <laughs> out and we're going to figure out if their GMs are in shape or out of shape and we're going to equate this you know what? to you, success you're about in my to opinion. Convince me. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. You turn All right, Brandon over. Gomes, look at this guy. Skinny, in shape, mm-hmm. analytical dude. All right, Atlanta Braves GM. Here we go. Atlanta Braves GM. This dude, here we go. Yep, tip top in shape. In shape, Washington Nationals. Here we go, GM. What are we looking at? All right, all right. Not, not, not El Avila fat. You know, he's... He, uh, a little bit, a little bit plump. He's but got not a dad bod. He's got a dad yeah, bod. Yeah, dad bod, but he's older. He's, he's not older. overweight, and he's much older. All right, the Boston Red Sox GM. Here we go. Brian O'Halloran. This this gentleman is in shape. He looks like he could play right now. He looks – thank you. So the last four so far are all in shape. You hear me, Detroit? You know what, Adam? Wait, well, I'm not done. We got the Houston all Astros right. coming up. James Click in shape. Tip-top condition. Detroit, hire a GM that's not a fat ass, and maybe you'll start winning baseball games. Normally, I, I call you a buff, buffoon or buffoonish. I stand down right now. I can't. 
The last five World Series champions are GM'd by men that are in shape. Get this you fat should, ass out you, of town. You should do that with every sport. <laughs> Just to see. <laughs> Look, I wish I was lying about this, too. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting all of them to be in tip-top shape. I was really hoping one of them was, to be honest with you. Sorry, Al. And I'm not really sorry, actually. Get the hell out of town, but that's what you get. Uh, Terry, you t- you covered the bad boys. I did. Uh, you know, I brought up over the last few days how to build a contender around Kate Cunningham, mm-hmm. and, you know, this team moving forward. Uh, I would like you to really dive into how the bad boys came along. Yes, it started with the Isaiah Thomas, but what were the moves? What were the coaching decisions? I, well, I'll dive in, but if I really dive in, I think we'll bore people. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I think this is very, very important because this could be an indicator of how you are going to reach success in the future with, let's call it, a superstar caliber player in Cade Cunningham. They're going to work uh, Pistons. I can't compare it because they didn't have a star player. Right, and they didn't. Isaiah Thomas. They didn't draft. Cade Cunningham. Mm-hmm. I want to share that story. Uh, with you next. But before I do, i got to tell you about the great work our friends at the Sports Marketing Agency are doing. They're spreading awareness about mental health and substance abuse. Their new podcast, This Is The App Word, helps spread awareness of fentanyl and other addictions. Go to SM, go to thesportsma.com if you're struggling or know someone that is. All right, we're back with the Foling Warehouse in Hamtramck, which is the home of the original football bowling pin game. Well, Foling. Two two ways to play, unlimited open play, or bring family and friends and host a reservation up to 10 people, $2 Mystic Beer Machine, and a full bar. Check them out at FolingWarehouse.com and throw some footballs and maybe hit Elleville in the head with one of them, guys. We are back on the Morning Woodward Show. Terry? Yes, sir. Isaiah Thomas, superstar point guard. Yes, no Kate Cunningham, superstar potential guard. With the Detroit Pistons. Yes. We talk about how they can build around Cade. I'd like for you to tell our audience how the Detroit Pistons built a two-time champion around Isaiah Thomas. Granted, Isaiah had a lot to do with it, but from an organizational roster development, roster structure, and coaching setup, how did we get to that point? All right. It actually started the draft that Isaiah was drafted, and we're excluding him. They also drafted Kelly Trapuca. And T- Kelly Trapuca was a high-scoring uh, small forward. And back then, there were three small forwards who were interchangeable. Kelly Trapuca, Adrian Dantley, and Mark Aguirre. All three played for the Pistons. So, you had Isaiah and T- Kelly Trapuca. 
you also had a guy that people don't talk about because he wasn't a great player. But Darrell Walker made sure that Isaiah Thomas didn't get his ass kicked. He was um, he was a six foot four guard. He was a backup guy, a little bit crazy. But if you touched Isaiah, Darrell Walker would kick your ass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So he had an enforcer. Okay. And it wasn't Rick Mahorn yet. So then you got Isaiah, you got Tri- Kelly Drapuka. And what the Pistons decided to do was um, get guys who could defend, get guys who could rebound. They didn't get, at the time, the high score and small forward, even though Kelly Trapuca was that. They ended up getting rid of him. And then they got Adrian Dantley, who was a high scoring um, small forward. But the problem with Adrian Dantley, it used to, Chuck Daly didn't like the fact that he stopped the ball. When he got it in the post, he would look around, smell his armpits, do all kinds of stuff. Chuck wanted the Pistons back then more like the Golden State Warriors are today. So um, so they started to surround Isaiah not with offensive pieces, but with very good defensive pieces. Um, the, the, the Probably the best – Offensive piece they had was Joe Dumars. So they they drafted Joe Dumars. So that was their backcourt. Then and they got Vinny Johnson, who could score. So you got three guards who could score, because back then, um, it seemed like every NFL NH, uh, NBA team had a three guard set. All three could score, all three could pay, play the point, and so the Pistons matched that. Uh but then they wanted to and this is something you can't do today, so the comparison is going to be un- unfair. They wanted to be tough because you were allowed to be tough. The New York Knicks were tough. The Miami Heat were tough. The Boston Celtics were tough. So the Pistons wanted to match that. So they got Rick Mahorn and Lane. Can I Beard. say tough? I mean, their level of toughness is will never be repeated, right? No. Given that era. The rules but will change. Toughness in today's NBA, I look at the Heat. I look at the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. uh, even the Raptors. Uh, so you can still be tough, but, but you're not '80s tough. But it, you're not eight. No one will ever any, get anywhere, anywhere close to that. Right. So then they transitioned to Dennis Rodman, who you he couldn't put a, uh, a ball in the basket if you put him two feet from it. They wanted more playing time for him. Defense once again, defense and rebounding. So this team was based on defensive rebounding, which 
the the Kate Cunningham Pistons, when and if they become good, won't be like this. It, it just won't. So um, even back then, they were offensively challenged. The Pistons, even though most of the teams are playing in the in the one hundreds, one hundred five, one hundred six, the Pistons are playing in the ninety sixes, ninety eight. So they weren't a great offensive team, but what they did is they got a bunch of guys who, a little bit pissed off, like to um, do the things the rest of the league didn't want to do. Nobody wants to come into the NBA and be told, rebound and defend. Nobody wants to do that. But they found guys willing to do that. I mean, if you look at the Pistons, their only offensive players when they won the championship was Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, Joe Dumars, and you could say Mark Aguirre, but he wasn't the offensive player in Detroit that he was in Dallas because that's not what they wanted him to do. They wanted him to come in and play defense. So there was a mindset that the Pistons wanted these guys to play. And guess what? Almost didn't work out. They were one game away from being broken up. They, in 1988, this is another very key uh, part of the Bad Boy Pistons. In 88, they're tied 2-2 with the Washington. I think they were the Bullets at the time. The Bullets. They weren't, yep, they yep. weren't the Wizards yet. And they were terrible. <clears throat> and it was 2-2, so they had to come back to the Silver Dome for the decisive fifth game because the first round was five games. Pistons ended up blowing them out, taking care of business, and then the rest is history. But if they had lost that game, they were gonna they were gonna switch it up. Interesting. Yeah, and there was there were um, rumblings in the city at that time. You can't build a championship team around a six foot one point guard. And you know, and the irony is Isaiah Thomas was told he can't lead a team to a championship. Kay Cunningham was told by Dave Bing, you can't build a team around him. So the, the parallels are scary. And in a good is, way, though. Right. But Kay is 6'7", and Isaiah was 6'1". That's the difference. But both have been told, it, it, it can't be you, brother. It's got to be something else. So at that time, our city, and, and you talk about dummies, our city was clamoring for Isaiah Thomas to be traded for wow. – Ralph Sampson. <laughs> yeah, Detroit. Yeah, he, that makes sense. Uh, he was. Wow. He had some talent, but. I'm glad I wasn't alive. for him was Bambi. I'm glad I wasn't alive, Terry. You would have gone nuts. Oh, yeah. In fact. Uh, I would have broken every FCC guideline back in the day. You probably would have. And it would have been directed at the fans. I mean, a lot of people, they're denying them, but a lot of people wanted that trade to happen. Unbelievable. That's amazing. And I I think it's good, though. You can draw so many parallels between uh, here where Cade is at his point in his career and where Isaiah was and how they got there. Granted, it will be totally different how the Pistons get there, but at the end of the day, the core, the truth of it is coaching, Mm -hmm. surround Cade with talent, and have guys that can do some of the things you just need to do to win a championship. And I think the Pistons... Now, here's another difference that's going to... It's probably going to happen. Jack McCloskey and Chuck Daly didn't get along. Um, there was friction there. That's why when 
people say, well, the, if the front office and the coaching staff can't get along, you can't win a championship. Well, I saw it play out. They used to have, like, little stupid little girl fights in front of the media that I would laugh at. So, um, Cade and Isaiah cannot be built in the same way because I think Troy Reaver is going to look – he's going to look for offense. Can this dude put the ball in the cup? Uh, the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons didn't have that, or they chose not to go that way. Rick Mahorn came in. Rick Mahorn, big butt, could re- rebound a little bit, and he he could guard big men, and he could also guard small forwards. So there was a diversity on that team, but the diversity was on defense. Dennis Rodman, he could yep. guard a point guard. What he, a what a could, what a find that and was! He by could, the way, he could guard Akeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Unbelievable! Do you know how he became a Piston? I would if love you, to hear if the you story. Google it; it's incorrect. Here's what happened: um, Dennis lived in Dallas, and so um, you know his college eligibility was up, and so he he didn't think he could play in the NBA, but he got into pickup games with the Dallas Mavericks. So he's playing pickup games with the Dallas Mavericks. And so uh, Mark McGuire, who's friends with Isaiah Thomas, called Isaiah and said, Zeke, we got a guy here. He can play, but he can't play at the same time. I can't explain it. You'll just have to see it. He could fit you guys. He won't <laughs> fit here. It was Dennis Rodman. That's awesome. So they the Pistons sent Will Robinson down to see him, and then he said, oh, yeah, he could fit in. But the story that's told is that Will Robinson went down to Dallas, discovered Dennis Rodman, and said, let's bring him to the Pistons. That's not true. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Terry, uh, today's a very special day. I don't know if any of you at home are aware, but today is one of the most special days I think uh, we've ever had at the Woodward Sports Network. Oh, wow. Can't wait for this. I don't even – I don't know about it. It is officially – Get ready for this. Today is officially the one-year anniversary of Fish being at the Woodward Sports Network. Oh, Today wow. is officially one year. Okay. This is officially his one-year full-time at the network, and uh, this is a long time ago. This is when <laughs> he was originally signed. This is a great picture. That's when Sean Belisian was still at the network. Oh, man, so many old faces. Awesome. Uh, I, I don't even know uh, what to say to Fish. Uh, Fish, I love you so much, buddy. You've been a big part of the network. Uh, I thought give, you hated him. Uh, I do hate him. I hate his guts, but I, I do love him. It's a weird relationship, Terry. It's kind of like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. He can play but not play at the same time. I can't uh, explain I'm telling it. you. I'm telling you. And for me, uh, Fish, uh, buddy, uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the last year, uh, what it's been for you, uh, your thoughts on everything that's been going on and uh, – yeah, you're appreciated, man, so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's been a journey. It's been fun being here, hanging out with you, Terry, Maddie, Fletch, Alex Westfall, Alex Stick. Alex Stick. <laughs> Everyone, it's, it's been fun. One year, maybe one more year. Maybe? Who maybe. knows? Maybe. Oh, oh, probably. Oh, oh, oh. I, yes, I don't or know. Or maybe 30 oh. more years when Stick uh, Fish. buys the place. Fish, I'll tell maybe. you what. I'll tell you what, Fish. Your contract here at the Woodworth Sports Network is up to you. You can be here for 30 years, 30 days, doesn't matter. You have an open contract for the rest of your life here at Woodward Sports. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Love you too much, man. Love you too. Congratulations you. on a hell of a year. You've grown a lot. 
Thank you. I try just to work. Have fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Fish. Dang, you guys are going to make me cry. Oh. This is beautiful. <laughs> that, this is the only nice moment you'll get. Adam will be mean in about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, how, not, do you, how do you do less. that? What do you mean? Mean, and then you then you come as a Because I'm, I'm not a mean person. That's why. You just act mean. I'm not, I don't act mean. I just, uh, I'm very uh, stern and aggressive and, you know, I you say things. You have demands. You know, when I call people fat, it's not because I'm mean. I'm just honest. And honest, sometimes the truth hurts. He's not wrong. <laughs> oh, he's the guy. <laughs> no, he's the guy when a, a woman's trying on the new dress, and they say, don't I look beautiful in this? He said, no, actually, you don't. You kind of look ugly in it. Would you my, do that, Adam? My first month of marriage, my wife asked me to be brutally honest about her cooking. Oh, boy. Mm, boy. Oh, boy. There we go. Yep. So, and I was. And she's gotten a lot better since. So, fuck you guys. I'm awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Where's my thank you? If I wasn't honest, she would still suck. And I would have to, like, pick up food on my way home every day. Not I know, but her. we, um, that's not, <laughs> that doesn't benefit us. The benefit is you. You get good food. That's right. That's right. And that's why you guys all have to be honest in your lives. Especially with the people you care about. And Fish, we care about you. We love you so much. Thank you. Again, congratulations on one year. Um, hopefully another year, another five, ten years. As long as you want to be here, uh, we'd love to have you. Thank you. Sounds good with me. Beautiful. <laughs> all right. What else? What else sounds good uh, with me? Also, is Cintron. Uh, it's summertime. Cintron okay. is here now. Available in Kroger. Make sure you go pick up while you can. Get two Cintrons for four dollars. Cintron is the new energy drink, and it is for your active lifestyle. Drink it, live it, love it with Cintron. Look, guys, we're all different, right? We have to we have to respect that, you know, we're all different. And I think that's what makes things amazing is, uh, you know, I can get along with Terry and Fish and whoever the hell else it is and still be myself. I think it's very important for everybody at home, uh, not only with yourselves, the people around you, and especially if you have children, <clears throat> Terry is to raise them to be themselves and uh, to raise them in a way where they're not scared to speak up to speak their mind, and uh, I think that's super important. So, yeah, I think it we're is, all but different. but you have to be respectful to people. Of course, of course. And if Al Avila was, was here today sitting <laughs> down with him, uh, sitting down with us, and uh, if he was an honest guy and would uh, do an interview and would answer uh, our qu tough questions very, uh, very honestly and openly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, I, I would have a lot more respect for him. I'm sure he knows you're calling him fat, so he's not going to sit down with us. Well, well, he has two ways. Um, he could lose weight, and then he doesn't have to worry about me calling him fat. Or he could win games, and I'll look past him. That's fair. The last five GMs. That have won the World Series are all in shape. I wish I was making this up. I really do. There's not a lot of times I like prepare for a show and I think about what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it, how I'm going to deliver it, Terry. No, I, I was not expecting this. You one took today. a chance. I was waiting for you to stumble. I was going to laugh my ass off at you. But I, was I can't. Ex- no, can managers be fat? Yeah, yeah, it's different. Different skill set. The manager uh, operates on, a, on an EQ level, emotionally also, right? You're emotionally invested in players. As a GM, you are analytical. You're abrasive. You're making tough decisions all the time. You have to make decisions that are for the betterment of the short term of the team and the long term of the team. Uh, that is a lot of mental uh, – it takes a lot of mental capacity to do it, basically. And uh, Alavila has shown that he can't do it. Uh, what I will say is we brought up the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons how they got to where they were. I'd like to discuss a team that's never, never gotten to the promised land, which is the Super Bowl, right? Yes. The Lions have never been to a Super Bowl, let alone have won it. They've been to one NFC title game. They've only won one playoff game. And, Terry, my question is... Do you know who was at that NFC title game? You. I was there. Hell yeah. I was the ass-whooping. You know, I, I hated that song... We and I don't know how it goes. The Redskins, here come, yeah, the here come the Redskins. They played that song every time Washington scored, and all I remember that stadium moves. It moves when this little dumb and they had the little band, and everybody's singing that song. And uh, I got into it with Scott Mitchell, the quarterback. Nice, because before the game. We're in the media, and we're just asking them questions. Oh, you know, it's just another football game. So after everybody left, I said, dude, do you really believe that? He said, yes, it's another football game. I said, I guarantee you, Washington doesn't look at it as just another football game. They look at it as the game to get to the Super Bowl. Everything. That game is everything. I don't don't understand that. If you go on that attitude, you're going to get your asses kicked. And... um, so, oh, no, no, that was Philadelphia. I'm sorry, this is a different game. Now, that game, Scott Mitchell was not the quarterback. So, um, but I just, you know, the Lions were in a 
in a different land um, because Washington. It felt uh, it felt like a lot of happy to be there, like they accomplished right. already. Right. And that comes from inexperience as well. So that leads me to my question now, which is, what is the Detroit Lions' current timeline success? And let me define success for you. That way I don't throw you off a little bit. And then we don't fight. That too. <laughs> Terry, my definition of success would be in a six-year period. Uh, I don't want to attach years because I will be asking you how long until they get there, but how long until they become a team that can contend for the division year in and year out, most years, let's say, win playoff games, and eventually be considered one of the contenders like the Chargers, like the Bills, like the Chiefs, uh, like the Rams going into the season. What's that timeline look like? Granted, you don't know what the head coach is yet. 60 years. God damn it, Terry. (laughs) 60. With with the when current I'm dead. with the current GM, <laughs> with the current GM, what it should be, what should it be, based on the league? And again, I know it's the Lions. I, I I'm very aware, guys. We're gonna move past that. The new Lions. The new Lions. We're gonna move past that because I I think it's truly irrelevant given Brad Holmes is in charge. What is the realistic timeline for this team to start contending for the division on a consistent level? And to the point where, give me two timelines. One for when they become perennial division uh, contenders. The second, when they become playoff contenders, meaning they're looked at as a team that can get to the championship game of their conference. Oh, geez. You just threw in a caveat. You, you, first you said if they're playoff contenders, I think they well, can be playoff contenders. Well, if they're division contenders, contenders that, that qualifies it, as playoff contenders. I think they can do the first in three years. As far as being a team that you – when you look at the um, the NFL and say, ah, oh, San Francisco, Green Bay, Lions could go to the Super Bowl, I say that's six years from now. That that's that timeline to me is when you could say, okay, they may not make it, but you but during the before the season begins, you say, you know what, I can see a path to the Super Bowl for this team. I think that's six years down the road. So three and six, or yeah. four. And First six. of all, you don't have your quarterback. Yep, and that's crucial. Um, you don't have your head coach yet to be determined, right? Right. But you could have your head coach. You could have him. But I'm saying, like, you haven't identified he is the guy. He's the current head coach. You've got your GM. But is he the guy? You have the GM solved. You okay. don't have quarterback or head coach solved yet. Okay. And, again, that doesn't mean Dan Campbell isn't going to work out. That just means right now. I don't believe there's anybody saying this is a top five, top eight, ten, top ten head coach. So, no, but this is the guy that the Lions want. To be to that guy. Win. Yeah, they want him to be that guy. Of course, of course. Instance, uh, I want him to be that guy. That makes my Pistons, life a lot easier. The 4 Pistons, in Joe Dumar's mind, Rick Carlisle was not the guy. And that was established early on, even before he got rid of him. And then, so he got Larry Brown. What I'll uh, say is, I think they become perennial division contenders. By 2024. So two seasons removed from this year. That's ambitious. Meaning they have a team talented enough, Terry, to contend for the division, which I think they can do. In two years, that's more than enough time. That's four years, by the way, of Brad Holmes operating as your GM. Who's your quarterback? That's that's the timeline I'm trying to solve. I think I'm going to agree with you on six years. Because let's say it takes them not this year, but the following year to get a quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. Two years from now. 
Well, I need year two or three of that quarterback realistically to get to a title game. Joe Burrow was the anomaly. I don't expect that to happen. So, yes, I expect to draft a quarterback in the next two drafts. I expect him to take two, three years to get in, into his own. So we're looking at a five- to six-year window before this team, I believe, will be considered contenders in the NFC. I think it, Based it, on it can if, even be quicker if you had that young quarterback on your roster now, even if he wasn't playing right now, because you would expect him to play some next year and um, then the following year kind of take off. So if you had your – you love J.J. McCarthy, right? Yep. At Michigan. Let's say you had your J.J. on the Lions now. and You're he's up and still, coming quarterback. He's still playing behind Jared Goff. I could move that up for four or five years. I would I would be confident to move it up to three, four. Yeah, I really would. But even I would if be he's aggressive. not playing. Yeah, because, again, then I can find – again, I get answers to my questions much quicker. Right? Uh, it's very important to understand what the Lions are doing. Very good. I don't believe they're going to have any intention of signing Jared Goff. To an extension. But the key, like you said, is the next quarterback. Who is that quarterback? And if you bring him in the door, Terry, it solidifies point one, which was, are you a division contender? It basically locks you in for it year in and year out. And then now you have the quarterback and the GM solved. If Dan Campbell is the guy, Terry, we're talking a possible decade of four, five division titles. Six, okay, maybe not six, but let's say three, four, possibly five playoff wins. Possibly an NFC championship appearance if you nail the head coach and quarterback because I believe you have the GM. You bring me a franchise quarterback and a top 10 head coach, the next decade I will guarantee success to this franchise. Well, it should happen because I'll tell you what. Green Bay, are they ascending or descending now? They're on the decline. Okay. Chicago Bears. Uh, they're in the gutter. <laughs> I feel so bad for Chicago, and I, I don't even like the Chicago Bears at all. I have, like, zero. The Bears. The, nobody likes the Bears. They're the losers. Especially in Detroit. They're okay, not the Bears. Minnesota. They're the losers. Ascending, descending, or just kind of? I think ascending. Okay. I like Kevin O'Connell. I like Kevin O'Connell, but they have a similar issue uh, as the Detroit Lions. Actually, if not even worse. The Lions have the GM solved. There so is the Lions are the only team in the division ascending. That yes. All the stuff that I, you say well, should no, happen Minnesota's should ascending. happen. Minnesota is I ascending. Thought you, I just said it. Okay. Yeah, because right. of Kevin O'Connell. But the problem Minnesota has that Detroit doesn't is Minnesota has a GM that is in his first year. Brad Holmes, uh, there's a consensus. Is he fat? No, he's not. Okay. He's well, in that's shape. Trouble. That's a start. By the way, you know what? Super Bowl winning GMs. Last year, Super oh, Bowl winners. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Less need in shape. The year prior, who won the Super Bowl? Somebody. Oh, uh, let me see. The Rams won the that? Super Bowl last year. Tampa. Prior to that, Tampa Bay. Let's see. Tampa Bay's GM. Tampa Bay Buccaneers GM. Jason Litt in shape. He's a, he looks All like right. he's a runner. So that's two years. Super Bowl winners. Let's see. The year prior, I want to say it was Kansas City Chiefs, and I know, uh, I know their coach. Here's uh, here's where you're gonna mess up. Where? New England. New England's GM We're going is the last actually, five years. We're going the last five years. Actually, Bill Belichick. The last five years. The last five years. Less need. In shape. Jason Litch, in, say, uh, in shape. Chiefs GM is Brett Veach. In shape. Mm-hmm. The New England Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick doesn't count. Is that an no. outlier? 
Is that an outlier? Terry, help me. Bill Belichick is the GM. Howie Roseman, Eagles GM in shape. Yep. John Elway in shape. Yep. Outside of Bill Belichick, every GM. Let's do the Seahawks GM in what year? Twenty. Technically, he's not the GM, but he's the GM. He is. It's stupid, but GM 2014. All right. John Schneider, who actually is still the GM currently, and he's in shape. So, I'm just saying. We have a trend here. Fat GMs don't work in sports. Recently. That's all I know. Do I this, didn't make this up. This is a national story. I'm telling you. That we're sleeping on. I swear to you. The last five World Series champions, all their GMs are in shape. The last five Super Bowl champions outside of Bill Belichick, they're all in shape. Hire a skinny GM. You're welcome. I just, like, solved all your problems. Anyways. <laughs> I never understood your brilliance until I, now. I didn't Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something to this. Um, Jesus Christ, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> oh, man. We're oh. talking about fatties. <laughs> God. All right. Look, at the end of the day, ah, Minnesota's ascension and the Lions. Okay. I believe those are the two teams on uh, the upward trend in the division. The Vikings, I believe, in the head coach. But what do they have right now? Remember I told you, give me the GM, head coach, and quarterback, yes. and I'll deliver you success for the longest time. Right now in Minnesota, you don't know if the GM is going to work. The first-year head coach and Kirk Cousins is not the franchise quarterback. So they have zero of the three. He's paid like it. He's paid like it, but he's not, right? Right. He's just average. And then you look at Detroit. They don't have the quarterback. They don't have the head coach proven yet. But they do have a GM that people are starting to really admire and give credit to. Mm -hmm. So they have something that even Minnesota doesn't have. But what I would argue is I think Kevin O'Connell is really going to turn Minnesota into division winners this year. Uh, I think it's a lock. I think they're the division favorites this year, in my opinion. Okay. When you talk about that triumphant. And their GM's I I think the most important person is the quarterback. Yes. Second is the GM. Third is the coach. Oof. I don't know. I would actually go GM, quarterback, coach. Okay. And I'm, I'll say that because I can just look at Detroit. Matthew Stafford was let down for 12 years. They had the quarterback. True. Never had a head coach, never had a GM. But, yeah, and but even we didn't believe in that quarterback. It was, ah, Pat Stafford uh, and all that again, kind of stuff. It, uh, unfortunately, it is a city, it is a town that is accustomed to losing and disappointment, unfortunately, with their football team. And I believe if Matthew Stafford was anywhere else to start his career, let's say a more competent organization without such a losing history, they would have figured it out by year four or five. But we're going to head to break. When we get back, Terry, we got to continue the conversation out here in Frankenmuth. We are going to talk about Colin Kaepernick getting another tryout with the Raiders. You don't like it. I don't. So it's I'm too, actually too really, late. I'm really curious why. Uh, I would love to hear about it. But before we do, i got to tell you about the free, fresh... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting 
waiting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And hormone-free chicken that Wingsnob provides. Wingsnob has the best traditional wings. Try out their signature sauces. Jamaican jerk or lemon pepper. Wings are tossed to perfection in any sauce that you pick. Order online today at Wingsnob.com. Wingsnob. We just have better wings. Guardian Alarm, your home of the best defense on and off the field, whether you're at home or on the road. They're 24-7 local monitoring. Make sure you, what is, is important to you is safe. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT for a peace of mind. That's 1-800-STAY-OUT right now and let them know that Woodward Sports sent you again. That's Guardian Alarm. We're back here on the morning show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Terry live out in Frankenmuth at the Worst Open WU. RST, by the way, I feel so wrong saying it. The worst open. Somebody has to change its name, by the way. They should uh, call it the Bratwurst. I, I think they should something. just get rid of the the worst open and leave it as the Frank Beckman Memorial Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, by the way, which includes uh, Andy Dirks is out here today. Uh, okay. Of course, Darren McCarty, Dave Woodruff, Eric Hipple, former Lions quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Renwick, uh, Josh Parisen. Kurt David, Braylon Edwards out here golfing today. We got a lot of good people out here. We, we really do. You even got uh, Phil Knight, Dr. Phil Knight from the uh, Food Bank Council of Michigan. So there's some people out here that uh, we would classify as interesting individuals. Andy Dirks, by the way, uh, one of the best follows right now on social media. Uh, he's awesome. He's just a down-to-earth guy. Uh, Terry, Cap. All right, here's my problem with uh, I think offering. It's, I think it's BS. Uh, I I show I shared with you my frustration with the Rooney Rule yesterday, on how I'm giving an individual an interview knowing I'm not giving them a true opportunity. Uh, I feel this is the case with Cap. If I'm a GM right now, I'm not bringing him in the door. Uh, one, he's well past it. Two or five years late, in my opinion, to even do it. Uh, what the hell is this? Is this publicity? Uh, what are we doing here? I, I, th- you know, there's a couple things going on here. Yes, it's publicity, but then. This is going to give the anti-cat people an opportunity to say, I told you you couldn't play. Oh, I, I think we're way too many years past the idea oh, really? of saying. Uh, well, not for those individuals. I think they're stupid for saying that. But I would say is I, coming. I would have told you, I would have told you five years ago, if we were doing a show together, I would have told you, I bring him in the door to be a backup. He's not a starting quarterback of my, on my team. Now, if I'm a Seattle right now or one of these teams that just don't have a quarterback – uh, maybe I'd consider it, 
but that would have been five years ago. Not five years out of the league, five years out of cadence, five years out of playbook, five years out of verbiage, five years out of just the surrounding, the culture, everything needed, the speed of the game, and then to bring him in as if he's actually going to deliver and then say, oh, well, he wasn't good enough from the beginning. I think that's a ridiculous, ridiculous thing to say. It is, but I'm so fearful that's what it's going to become. This man should have gotten an opportunity. No, he shouldn't have even gotten out. He should have just been in the league. He shouldn't have been kicked out of the league for what he did. That's one. Then, you know, you have all these meetings. Uh, can we? Should we bring him in? Should we not bring him in? We're afraid to piss off some of our fans. Then you wait five years to say, hey, we're going to give you an opportunity. Adam, don't talk for five years and then try to read a speech. Don't play golf for five years and then just go out and try to play around. No matter what you do, even if you practice, if you're not in a game, if you're not competing, um, you're not going to succeed. Now, some people say, well, he's been throwing a football around. There's a difference between practicing. There's a difference between working out. And there's a difference between competing. For instance, let's say I tell you to run 100 yards. You'll probably run your typical, you're you're a fast guy, 10.1. If I get somebody to run with you, now you're competing, you're probably running 9.9. Because you're competing. He hasn't competed in five years. I think we're so far past this, and I'm frustrated that he's even getting a trial. I think it's a joke, actually, because uh, to me, this just shows how stupid we are uh, as a society, and really, as a, some GMs are just really stupid. I, I can't help stupid, Terry. I, I really can. Uh, Colin Kaepernick has no business in the league right now. Five years ago, cool. You want to have the discussion? Some of you think he could be a decent quarterback like Goff. Fine. He had a really good stretch with Jim Harbaugh as his head coach. He showed some decline. He got injured down the stretch. And then what happened happened, and I th- again, we don't have to revisit the whole story. What happened happened. It's, it's for you to see whether you want to acknowledge it or not. But at the end of the day, we're five years removed. Uh, and we're trying he was to- also, he was besieged by lies. There's a lot of people say, well, he doesn't want to play in the NFL anyway. But that was a lot. Of course. Everybody pushes out the narrative that they want. I mean, we're seeing it now even with uh, politicians in regards to what's going on in our country with uh, school shootings. Uh, Everybody wants to drive what benefits them. That story gets out, not what's the story of solution. What's the true story behind it? What's the story behind the investigation of what actually caused him to actually take a knee, which was social justice issues Uh, and nothing to do with... Uh, again, disrespecting uh, all of our men and women who have served and sacrificed right. and paid the ultimate sacrifice. And then what did people say? It was a flag protest. It was not a flag protest. Yeah, look, and, you know, I, I am of the belief, as someone that is, uh, I, I like to consider myself very, very uh, educated in terms of the history of our country, uh, what it represents, what it stands for. My family is a beneficiary of so many individuals who gave their lives uh, mm-hmm. pre-even World War II, um, post-World War II, uh, my family's ability or their parents' ability to come over here. There's so many things uh, that I just I feel I have a good <coughs> understanding of. Uh, people need to remember uh, what's great about this country is we have conversations like this, even if we don't agree. All right, I don't mind disagreeing with you. 
what's the solution? We're five years past the solution for Colin Kaepernick. Uh, the settlement was made with the league. Uh, this is a dead story to me. It's a dead story. It's a dead conversation. And if I'm him, he can dream all he wants of getting back into the league. If I'm a GM, I'm not looking at him just because of his age. It's just a ridiculous thing to even attempt, in my opinion. If, But from the athlete standpoint, most athletes I've met believe they can do anything. I'm sure Colin Kaepernick thinks he's going to come in, he's going to play well, uh, he won't get hurt, that he still got it. Because that's, that's the way they're programmed. Now, a lot of times we look at a guy and say, man, this guy is awful. But he's still thinking, I'm performing. I'm, a, I'm performing at a high level. Kaepernick is going to uh, feel that way. I don't begrudge him for trying. I yeah, respect am it. mad I at just, the NFL for saying, okay, after five years, we're going to give you a shot. Yeah, again, I, I think it's too late. I would have I been one of – I'm just going to be really honest with you, Terry. Uh, after the knee situation, after the settlement, back you know a few years ago when he was a lot younger and uh, I would say would be more likely to actually attempt to get back into the league, I would be one of those GMs that wouldn't have given him a shot. I just It's not in my interest as a GM trying to build a football team. Uh, I don't see the need for me to have a Colin Kaepernick quarterback on my team. One, if I have a young up-and-coming quarterback, or two, I'm looking for one. I'm probably just going to draft one. I'm not sure what he provides me. That would have been my uh, – again, I, maybe I'm naive, and uh, that's just the way I think. But uh, I would have signed him in the first two years as a backup. Or Yeah, probably as a backup. Depends but on the here's, team situation. Here's the, here's the danger with signing him as a backup. A lot of attention. It's a lot of attention, and also what would worry me most is that anytime my starter would have a bad game, public pressure, bring in Cap. So you face that also. On top of that, I mean, even uh, guys, please, I love all of you in the chat. Terry loves you. We really appreciate you for supporting the show every day. Uh, really can't thank you enough. Don't sit there and tell me that Tim Tebow was blackballed. Uh, out of the NFL. Tim Tebow couldn't throw a goddamn football. That's why he's not playing in the NFL. Unbelievable. Yeah, Tim Tebow Tim was Te- terrible. Ma- Fish Fish throws a better football than <laughs> Tim Tebow. And, yes, he won a football game. And, yes, he had a beautiful slant route to Demarius Thomas. By the way, rest in peace, Demarius Thomas. But uh, you know amazing. what? He, would, he Every- would make a play to put him up. Like 18 to 16 Terry, or they something. Were, they beat the Bears like 8-6 that year. And he had like four interceptions. But because he got a first down late in the fourth quarter right. to set up the touchdown. I, I, I don't want to hear about Tim Tebow. What a goddamn loser. Neil Rule. <laughs> Neil Rule out here looking sexy as hell. How are you, buddy? You always. Neil always looking sexy. <laughs> you good, T-Foss. First time I, I hadn't seen Neil in a long time. And when I looked at him, I thought it was a... One of Greg Campy's recruits. All right. See you. I love it. I love it. We are going to head to a quick break. When we get back, we got to discuss uh, something. Terry, I was surprised you you really brought this up yesterday. Should Tiger Woods retire, uh, retire from professional golf? Um, I'm really curious to hear what you have to say about this. Um, I'm pretty sure you kind of know, you, you know mine. I, I'm a big no on that, but... Before we go, i got to tell you about Big Boy and Strawberry Fest that's going on. We were at Big Boy yesterday, and they have brought back some of the classic breakfast items like the strawberry French toast, hotcakes, and waffles. If you're not feeling breakfast, then try out their new strawberry bacon chicken wrap. It's only available at Big Boy. Check them out. Again, 
at your participating at Big Boy locations. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, I have always been honest with you, and I'll never be more honest than I am right now. There is no better time to sign up on my bookie bet from anywhere, anytime using my bookie, and make sure you sign up using code Woodward. Now, I understand, Adam, I'm not good at gambling. Good, don't do it. But if you think or you believe you're capable of winning money, my bookie is the place. The odds, the prop bets, the bonus cash offers exclusive to Woodward Sports signups. Guys, take advantage of the offer now. It's free money. And, of course, like I said earlier, if you suck at sports betting or you have a gambling addiction, call 1-800-270-7117 for help. Terry? Yes, should sir. Terry? Should Terry Woods? Should Tiger Woods retire? I am like, my arms are up. I, I am a big hell no to this. A fuck, fuck no, actually. Sorry, Fish. Well, if the idea is to uh, win majors, if that's his only focus, I would say yes. But um, Tiger Woods is more to the game of golf than just winning majors or winning tournaments. People are still interested in him. People still tune in because of him. Uh, Tiger Woods used to be golf. He's not that now, but... Still pretty damn important. So my answer to that is no. He should not retire. But if he were playing uh, football or basketball. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I would say retire because he would, he's, he would probably hurt himself. He can't hurt himself golfing out there. I mean, he's been even though he's limping. He's yeah, he's out of shape right now. He did he did drop out on the third day. Uh, he did uh, withdraw himself uh, due to injury and uncomfort. But Tiger Woods should golf as long as he can professionally. Uh, he should schedule out his events around the majors so he gets in major shape. Uh, we said this obviously years and years and years and years and years ago. He would never win a major again, and I thought that was total bogus. And then he did it in 2019 with the Masters. I do believe he has one major left in him. I just don't think it's in the next year. He needs so much time to get his legs back to where they were before uh, the car accident. I think that's a tough... I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think he's going to be... You know, he could be 90% or 85%, but 
that was a pretty devastating accident. Yep. So, um, no, can you win a golf tournament limping? Maybe. Um, I, I am becoming one of those people that he's not must-see TV for me anymore. I would watch the last day of a, of a major if he was in contention. See, I, 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 I disagree uh, based on, I believe, 95% of golf fans would watch every round of a Tigers event even if he was falling off the pace. I think he's that important and still that important to the game of golf. I don't disagree with it. I said me. I know. I, I, don't, I don't like what you said. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's too bad. Now, I'm just saying I am growing weary of watching him limp around and be. Yeah, it's not nice, right? Because you have 30th. so many memories of him dominating right. the sport and carrying it for so long. It's, it's kind of, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm the only person that feels this way, but it's tough for me to see a once great performer or a once great athlete struggling uh, because they stick around too old. I hate seeing boxers go into the ring at 40 and just get their asses kicked. And, you know, somebody is, tw- for instance, George Foreman, when he fought Muhammad Ali, not Foreman, but um, Larry Holmes, when yep, he yep, fought. Yep. Muhammad Ali, he just pretty much toyed with him. And even he was like, stop this. This is, you know, I feel bad about, this is my hero. I'm kicking his ass. Stop the damn fight. I don't like seeing that. Uh, I I didn't like seeing Willie Mays, one of the great defensive players in offense, but great defensive players in baseball. Couldn't catch a fly ball. Um, You know, I just, it's just tough to see, you know. Get out when you can still perform a little bit. I'm not saying as soon as you stop hitting the peak, retire, but I don't want to see you limping and if, if Tiger, If Tiger come Masters next year, has not finished top ten in, event, in an event, and has shown continuous withdrawals into Saturday and Sunday, and he just can't fight the injury bug, fine. I just think right now it's his second event since the, uh, his professional event. Uh, the majors upcoming next month with uh, uh, the U.S. Open. Uh, it's go time for Tiger. I think he's again still. Getting, the clock is running. The clock is running. Of course, it's ticking. You know, uh, as a fan of the sport and of Tiger, you want to see him in contention. It's just really good for the sport. But at the end of the day, the time will come for him to retire, and I don't think golf is ready for him to retire, and I don't think Tiger is ready to retire. Well, here's the other thing about golf we we forget. They have the old man's league or the, the senior the champ, uh, the senior yeah, tour. Yeah. So uh, do we want to see Tiger Woods limping in the senior tour? Uh, no. I, I don't think so. No, I'd rather watch professional golf than 70-year-olds making their yeah, way around. 70-year-olds with 300-yard power fours. <laughs> must be nice. Must be nice. Take out the driver. Mm-hmm. 50-yard chip shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, I knew a guy. Well, I didn't know him, but I played with him. Hey, don't discredit him. the senior tour. They would kick your asses. Both I know that because I don't play. Hey, shut but, the hell up, but Fish. Don't discredit Fish. the this senior is, this tour. Is, this is Fish. why I've been wanting to fire right. you for a year. This is why. Fish. This is why. Today. Today is this the is why day. I threaten you. Right on the golf course. Maybe hit me with a club. Hey, 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 Fish. See, that doesn't apply. Like, a WNBA player would kick my ass. 
Doesn't mean I want to watch the games Thank every you. Saturday. That's true. No, I agree yeah. with that. Dude in the CBA or the G League or whatever, kick my ass. Fish, a male Don't mean stripper, I want to see him. A fully built bodybuilder male stripper probably can kick my ass. Think I want to see him strip? No, I don't. No. All right? I don't think any of us Just do. because they kick my ass in golf doesn't mean anything. I don't want to watch 50, 60, 70-year-olds limp around. But they're good. Seat. They're good. Yeah, of course they're good. They're former pros. Right. They're amazing. I'd rather watch Justin Thomas call him, uh, Colin Morikawa. I'd rather watch, uh, not DeShambo, but probably Kepka when he's healthy. He needs to get his act together, by the way. Right. He's been out for a while. So, in other words, we like to see the cream of the crop. I Fish. agree with that. Fish. Even Michael Jordan in Washington didn't end well. You don't want your last memory of an all-time great to be limping right. around, struggling to, to get things done, even though MJ in Washington was still putting up buckets. And then... And then Jerry Stackhouse, who's a fine player, you know, he could play. I was way better than Michael Jordan, but they gave the pit they gave the pill to Michael Jordan because he was Michael Jordan. What the hell Even does that at that mean? time. No, uh, when he was playing with the Wizards, Jerry Stackhouse was on that team too. And Stack was saying, I'm the better player. So why are we you know, when it's a, a tight ball game, why are we giving the ball to Michael Jordan in the last minute? Because you're getting paid. Because of Michael Jordan. Shut the hell up, Jerry Stackhouse. Well, That's what it means. Mike was missing. I think, think that was his point. But even at that rate, Michael Jordan would still kick my ass in basketball. Doesn't mean I wanted to see it. So I'm just yeah. making fun of this Yeah, guy. yeah, it's all good. Fish, what the hell are you holding, buddy? I have no clue. I'm intrigued. This is... It's a CBD drink. Okay. I'm all for it. Oh, this has got it's stuff a, in it's it. It's a CBD drink. All right. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I like where this is going. Terry, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we got to wrap up the show with the final discussion. Mike Babcock, his name is being okay. rumored with the Detroit Red Wings. We have to talk about this. And you know who's off the list? Your boy. I know. He just has disappeared. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And and, and Stevie Y, we trust. I think Stevie I floated it out there. I can't work with this guy. So – he was on the list early. Now he's on. He's gone. Yeah. Look. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's do it. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. We'll discuss the Red Wings head coaching search along with Mike Back uh, Babcock as an option. But before we do, I got to tell you where people like Al Avila and all the non-championship winning <laughs> GMs over the last five years need to go, and that's Planet Fitness to get their asses in shape because they're fat. Right now, for just zero down $10 a month, you can take your fitness seriously, both mental and physical health, at Planet Fitness. The judgment-free zone, unless I'm there. Your fitness is essential. That's Planet Fitness. Check them out at planetfitness.com or one of their many Metro Detroit locations.
Our friends at Alta Equipment know that when it comes to getting your job completed on budget and on schedule, uptime matters. That's why Alta Equipment has partnered with the biggest names in construction, including Volvo, Leboy, Avant, ASV, and more to provide excuse me, the state of Michigan with an industry-leading support and service. Do you have a big pro- a project coming up? Alta Rents has you covered. Give them a call at 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. That's 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. Terry, we're back. The Red Wings head coaching search. We're Few- back. Where's Maddie? We didn't talk about that. Okay. Maddie's on her way. Maddie's All on right. her way. Car trouble this morning. Unfortunate, okay. but here we are. Uh, no problem. You know, we, we can get things done without Maddie, you know. And also, fish, fish behaves when Maddie's not here, I also <laughs> noticed. That's another thing. Fish is much that. more behaved. So I, 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 am, I am all game with this. Okay. Mike Babcock, should the Red Wings consider bringing him back? I'll let you take the floor on this. Um, and just for context, they let Brian Bla- uh, Jeff Blaschel go. Yes. They moved on from him. Uh, there is an abundance of coaches that are associated with the team, but tell me why Mike Babcock. Uh, Mike Babcock's name was brought up in a uh, column the other day, and I say absolutely not. You cannot bring him back to the Red Wings. First of all, when he was here, he overstayed his welcome. Uh, Players, front office people, um, they grown tired of him. He is a very abrasive guy. He, Mike Babcock is the kind of coach that can work somewhere for four or five years. I think he's a talented guy, but when you're needling and pressing people all the time, they're like, you know what? I'm fed up. Now, I grant you, a lot of the people are gone who Mike Babcock upset, but it's still the same organization. Steve Eisenman is here. Chris Illich, I guess, is still here to a certain extent. There's still certain people who remember bad Mike Babcock. Um, he's a very talented coach. But he's just one of those guys that just feels I can do whatever I want, however I want. And that's not what this team needs. This team needs someone who is a disciplinarian. I will grant you that. They need somebody who's going to get them to play defense. They need fresh ideas. Yeah, something fresh. And you know what? You can never come home. Look, and I know you like to do homework assignments. Look at coaches that coach somewhere. Had success. Go away. And it, come back. Yeah. Never and works then, out. It doesn't work out. Same with players. And the one that I, uh, that's uh, top of mind to me, John Robinson at USC. Yep. John Rob didn't work out. So uh, uh, this, I don't think this will work what out. What I'll too. say about Mike Babcock is, um, guys, we're past his prime. All right? Mm-hmm. He's reached his ceiling. He went to the finals with the Ducks. That was his coming to Jesus moment. And that got him the Detroit job. And when he got to Detroit, two finals appearances, one Stanley Cup championship. Great. After that, downhill, locker room issues in Detroit, and then you go to Toronto, couldn't get them out of the first round in Toronto. This is not the solution. Mike Babcock is not it. Love him, respect him for the championship uh, he was a part of here in Detroit, Uh, the two Stanley Cup appearances that he brought to the table, but... He's not that guy right now. I think the Swedish gentleman, Grongberg, is likely the option. Barry Trotz. Uh, That's my guy. Don't do not do that to him. Uh, I'm not. Yes, yeah, yeah. Barry Trotz. Ah. 
I'm I'm trying to look at you this act team. like he's Bozo the clown. No, he's <laughs> not. I'm I'm trying to find the best fit for this team, and it's a young team, and it it needs a coach that's fresh, has young, new ideas, uh, but can also communicate effectively and get them to actually I don't know skate and play defense. So the Barry Trotz deal for me seems like a two year stopgap where they're not going to accomplish anything significant because they're still a long ways away. And then you bring in the next guy. And I'm not sure why Trotz could or would work. The Wings next year, maybe a playoff team, maybe. The year after, likely a playoff team, likely out of the first round. We're still two to three, four years away from being a Stanley Cup contender. So you wouldn't bring in your guy yet. You'd bring in the, the no, sacrifice I, I would bring in rent, uh, no, lamb. I would bring in a guy that can show improvement year over year over year to the point where we get to that Stanley Cup contending uh, status. So I think in Steve Eisenman's mind. He would have kept he, Jeff Blaschel if that was the case. Well, he kept him until I think he believes they should at least make the playoffs. This is a playoff team, and the thing holding it back is Jeff Blaschel. So I was convinced he would keep Blaschel until he was convinced this was a playoff team. He probably thinks now this is a playoff team, but Blash held him back, so now he's looking for that guy that's going to actually get them in the playoffs. I'm I'm just a Barry Trotz guy I'm, because I think he I don't is mind the it. final, I think he's he the final piece. Yeah, look, I think he can do it. Is he a Stanley Cup winning coach uh, with the future of this franchise moving forward? Maybe. But it sounds I, like you're still saying bring in the setup guy. But is Trotz going to be here four or five years? That's my question. This He could? I, I, the Red Wings are one of the premier franchises. Oh, uh, oh in, I in understand. NFL. He would be willing to do that. He won't leave if he comes. What I'm saying is does he have four, five years of building a Stanley Cup championship level team? Until people say, hey, he's not the guy. Is that, that is a that? question. So Because the, they're the, not going to win it next year. They're not going to win it the year after. Year three and four, you can start to talk about the Wings as an up-and-coming contender. I think what the debate is now is do you bring in that final piece, and I mean the final piece of a coach is going to put them in the Stanley Cup finals, or are you still getting your setup guy? I, no, I want the guy that can eventually deliver a Stanley Cup. I don't think you have to wait. You can bring him here as long as you can sell him on, A, we're going to bring fresh talent into the team. Next year you can expect Mo Sider to be the, the complete core of your defense and your team really like he was this past year. Dylan Larkin, phenomenal this past season. You're likely going to extend him. Nathan McKinnon is an unrestricted free agent in 2023. Do you have faith in Steve Eisenman, yes or no? They have the cap space, yes. Then that's all going to happen. And that's why I say get the guy now and build into a playoff team, first-round exit. Playoff team, win a playoff series. Playoff contenders, and then Stanley Cup contenders. And I think it's a four-year process, but you're going to enjoy a lot of success during those four right. years. But the grand scheme of things, four years is not that long. No, especially when you're working towards a Stanley Cup-level team. And again, yes, it's taken Eisenman a long time. This was not going to be an easy re uh, rebuild, but I think nailing the head coach now is so important. I don't think you can go from Blaschel to a stopgap to the guy. It, it won't work. Bring in the guy that can get this team to the playoffs next year. I agree with that. That's my point. Even even if he's going to take some hits, that um, once you 
once you're a young team and you start sniffing the playoffs, the next step, nine times out of ten, should be elevating yourself up that playoff ladder and then being cup contenders and then cup champions. That's what it should be. And that's what it will be because this is this is the Red Wings. I have faith in the name Red Wings, and I have faith in Steve Eisenman. So that's the way it should be. So bring your guy in. I, I think I think Ron Berg is that guy. I just do. I think his potential is something. I, I truly believe it. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, mailbag time. So get your questions in the chat. We'll be back in just a second. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Woodward <laughs> Sports Network. Also featured on the Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HT2. We are live. All right. Uh, you guys can all get in the shot. Please. You might as well. Come on. Come on. We got this, easy. This is my son. We, got, we got the official Joe Dumars hater. Come here, Spence. Come here. Yeah, you. Come here. You, Spence, man. Spence, Spence. Oh, over man. here. Over here. Just, this way. This way. We got Spencer, who's never held a golf club in his life. I got a flat tire on the way here. I had the heavy weights in my car. What can I say? Whoa. <laughs> oh, is that why you had the flat tire? All right. All right. flat tire last week. This is the crew. We're out here. Out in Franken. Are you going to play? We're at the Fortress Golf Course. You guys playing? Or are you hitting the range? I don't know what we're we'll doing. hit the range. I'll hit the range with you guys uh, in a little bit. Oh, I am, hey, I, hey, by hey, the way, big, Neil Rule. Big, Neil Rule is the boys, best golfer out here, these. by the way. These Ooh, are butter I'm, something. I'm putting my money on Neil. These things are great. Yeah, guys, these things will uh, fill up your stomach, and that's, that's same, like a lot. Yeah, this, and make your taste legit. buds go, yeah. Uh, we got Big D Energy coming up at 11 o'clock. I'll be doing it alongside Anthony, who is the host of Pistons Talk. Yeah. Let's get questions in the chat. Let's answer some questions, all right? Oh, First question, what does the guy in the back think of Al Avila? I have no idea. Oh. Al Avila sucks. Uh. All right, what do we think of Al Avila? He's a bum. All right. He needs to go. All right. So we're all in agreement. Both here. bums. Does a- Anybody disagree? No. No. All right. No. Cool. Joe Dumars a bum. No. All right. And now that both uh, Iffy and Jeff are looking back uh, to getting healthy, do you have any remaining thoughts or questions regarding our secondary depth? No, I think the secondary depth is good. Uh, I love love what they have at safety. Tracy Walker. You have now the rookie uh, coming out of Illinois and Kirby Joseph. You picked up the safety out of. Uh, uh, Baltimore, what the hell oh, yeah. are you guys doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Mike Hughes. Jesus Christ. He's practicing his club twirl. Yeah. Are we? 
You guys do whatever you want. You guys do whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do right now. Uh, Easy and Spencer. <laughs> uh, which team do you think uh, could win a championship uh, for Detroit the soonest, Terry? I I always say Red Wings. I think it's the Red Wings. I believe in Steve Eisman. Um, he's got two huge pieces, and they're young. He's got uh, Larkin. Um and he's going to add on. He's he did it in Tampa. He'll do it here in Detroit. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, That's I'm not, not nice. Oh, you know, I was gonna uh ask Adam a big question. Go for it. Can I uh take Maddie out tomorrow? Oh What time? <laughs> out in the afternoon. After the show, of course. Yeah. Be my no, guest. We're gonna go to Johnny Black's. In uh Waterford. I went there for the first time. How was it? It's a good time. I loved it. Yeah. All right, good. I'm asking for your permission. Yeah, you don't need my permission. I actually she do. My, she my slave? I think you're kind of her dad. I'm her pimp? <laughs> yeah. All right, it's 50 bucks. I don't want to get... I don't want to get... No, I'm not... <laughs> I'm worth more than that, damn. We're, we're not including any sexual services yeah. here. It's a drink. Relax. Relax. I know your value. Shut the hell up, Maddie. I know what I'm doing here. Let me sell you. Shut up. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I love this for us. You know, I'm hey, by the Spencer. way, by the way, guys, today is Fish's one year of being a full-time employee oh, at the Woodward Sports yeah. Network. Clap, can we get claps for Fish? Uh, by can the you way, go stand next to Fish real quick? Spencer I want, I want you to interview. Huh? You I told you what to get. You got everything but that thing right, is good. Fish. I'm telling you. Tell me. What's your favorite What's your favorite memory been with Woodward Sports so far? Uh, oh, Adam, I guess. <laughs> Why do you have to be bribed to say that? I didn't bribe him. Fish, be honest. Uh, there may have been a little bribing. Not too much. <laughs> I told you. The, the it's called fear. Can you tell us your favorite memory? Do you have a favorite memory? No. Uh, you hate it all. Well, no, I love it all. It's uh, everything. There, there's no uh, everything. Without Adam looking at you, who is your favorite person on the network? Um... Don't look at everybody's. Oh, you can say whoever you want, buddy. Me. No pressure. I don't oh, mind. I, I, I don't have one. Everyone. He likes us all equally. Not yeah, true. That, uh, not true. Well, yeah, that's unfair. Not true? Why is that unfair? <laughs> oh, because God. if you said someone, then everybody else would be hurt. Fish, who's your least favorite person? Yeah, that's Who's yeah. your least that's favorite, favorite. person? Uh, what? Just say my name. It's okay. Just say easy. It's okay. Do I know who to say? I don't know who to say. Nobody's twisting your arm. Just say here. Justin's just say your favorite and call it a day. No, least favorite. Yeah, least. we're least favorite. It's Keep me. up. It's me. I'm your it's least Adam. It's Adam. Just Adam say me. It's okay, favorite. buddy. I'll All right. Adam, well. Okay. Well, you know what? This interview is going nowhere. Yeah. Sorry, Fish. You're su- <laughs> you suck right now, buddy. I'm sorry. You're not helping us at all. If Alavila gets a uh, free pass this year, how mad are you going to be? Uh, you will find out how mad I will be. Uh, it'll be pretty mad. Mel, side question: Will Maddie date the nose picker at the table? <laughs> We're going to continue um, the conversation here. Uh, John- God damn you, Terry. You can't say that out loud. You guys really need to, like, protect me from this stuff. Uh, who would win an Oklahoma drill, Fish or Adam? Obviously, Fish. Uh, fish fish would. What did Mike G say? Fish would demolish me. Oh. <laughs> Mike G with the Oklahoma drill every time. Oh, God. Well, look, guys, thank you so much uh, you for tuning early? in. Uh, I, you have five minutes. I am doing an outro. Just shut the hell up and let me do How my job. your outro? Just shut the hell up. We are out here. Shut the hell up, all of you. It's going to be a soliloquy. We are out here. 
out in Frankenmuth at the Worst Open, the Frank Beckman Memorial Celebrity Golf Classic. Okay, Fish muted you, so we can continue talking. Terry, how are you today? I'm in tip-top condition, you know, interesting trip up here. I'm going to the Bavarian Village. I invited young Adam, but he's like, I got to work. I, I'm too busy. Are you going to go get some fried chicken and some mashed potatoes? Yes. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, yeah and I'm going to get some sausage and cheese, too. They were talking about that too. the whole way here. Never had it. Oh, really? We got to do a heavyweight. Oh, oh, yeah, y'all got to come get some fried chicken. Well, so where, where are you going to go? Because there's two spots. Uh, yeah, let's go to Zender's. Well, you should actually do both. They're, they're all the same. It's out of the same kitchen. Zenders is the place then. I mean, there is the, no other choice, to be honest. The hell, I, what's the name of the other place? I think it's Bavarian Inn. That's it, yeah. I always go to Bavarian Inn, but I go to Zenders. Your golf swing is atrocious. Yeah, he doesn't want to go, hit go, go over there. I want to see a yeah. practice swing. Go over there. There's a camera over by No, no, no. Uh, we don't need to show the audience. We don't need to hurt them. Uh, please. <laughs> I, I just want to see your swing. Show me the golf swing. Give me a 70% swing. Let's see it. 70%. Oh, my God. <laughs> Quiet. You better do a club twirl afterwards. That is a, <laughs> that is, that is a hundred, that is a hundred handicap right there. <laughs> that was terrible. But I like his shirt, though. We're going to have to do a contest. You shot a 94 with a what mulligan on every hole. Who has the best swing? Jesus Christ. Oh, Flannel Sam is in. All right, Flannel Sam. Right, guys, we got to get the hell out of here. Holy right. hell. What a show. You guys minutes. You guys got to leave me alone. I got work to do. All to of you, shut the hell up, Maddie. My, muter Mike. Everybody, have a great day. We'll see you guys all tomorrow. I'll see you guys actually in an hour because I'm doing Big D Energy with Anthony. Uh, We're not getting the, fried this chicken? Is, this is the best golf shirt, by the way. Look at this. Look at this. You can zoom in all you want. You guys have an excellent day. Oh we'll God. see you tomorrow. Uh, I am very uncomfortable with how close this camera is. Horrible camera operating right now. Uh, you're all fired, actually. Have a great rest of your right, Thursday. Jenny, we're going home. We'll be live. Big D Energy, same spot. In right, an hour. I'll see you guys potatoes. soon. <laughs> no.